life of Timothy and Titus today. Join the Universal Church for this great celebration. It's a result of what Paul did by the grace of God in their lives. You know, what I see in this whole scenario, be it the way even Paul, the way Paul had, uh, addressed Titus, told him that he's so happy about his life, knowing that the faith that started with his grandmother Lois down to his own mother Eunice is the same faith that has kept him too, and he's also grown in that faith. You see, there's so much about this mentorship in the Christian life. For us to evangelize and bring the gospel really in the heart of men and women, we must be mentored. The school of discipleship is inevitable. Very important. You can see how the grandmother, Lois, impacted her own daughter, Eunice. Eunice, too, she not just give birth to Timothy physically, but also bettered him in the spirit, with the faith. And Paul saw it. Very important. That's the, actually the Christian missionary life. That every Christian is a missionary. It's not that you must travel from one country to another country. No. But rather carrying the gospel from one heart to another heart. Amen. Amen. It is an integral aspect of our Christian life. If you fail in that area, you are failed woefully. As the matter of fact, it's a litmus test to show that truly you receive the faith. Because when you receive the faith, that faith, the spirit of that faith will make you, you know, drive you to make sure that another soul captures it. And if you watch the kind of people of that era, they were like that. See Monica. See, my son, he can't go. She interceded until faith was bettered in the heart of Augustine. And it was captured for our own good. And we will learn also. So it's very important that we be mentored. As a matter of fact, every priest in this parish, that parochial, what they call the parochial integrity, which is the parish, uh, like I call it, government, uh, the priest is supposed to be the one who should mentor the parishioners. Okay? He should mentor the parishioners. He's supposed to impart them, raise sons and daughters for God. That's actually the, what they call the pastoral life. You, par, you, know, you pasture them. Well, we know part of the Christ that has before the church today is that gradually the mentorship and the discipleship you know, structure has gradually eroded. And many are not mentored. Many are not discipled. Once you are sacramentalized and you receive communion and all that, oh, that's all. And you see a lot going, going wrong. And so you must come to a point in your life where you will get mentored and discipled in the world, in the faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Don't ever presume that you know it all. What you think you know is too infinitesimal, it's too small 
compared to what God has given. Even David himself said, it, Oh Lord, deliver me from the sin of presumption. There's so many presumptions. Just because you have attained certain sacramental you know, uh, development in the, in the church does not mean that you have grown. Because the statue of Christ must be crystallized in your life. You must manifest the dynamics of the Spirit of God. Very clear. Very important. If not, you can't witness. You can't, you, you just be a, a religious uh, folk. No, religiosity. That's all. Very important. Now, sometimes, how do you, how do you identify who is your mentor or a, your disciple? Sometimes you may, you may not even meet the person one on one. Some they, they talk about a spiritual director and all that. Yes, spiritual director is part of it. But how do you know whom God has assigned to father you, or to disciple you, or to mentor Christ in your heart? When a person is carrying out his ministry and your soul gets revived, your soul is being fed, you feel something each time you hear him. That's the person God has assigned to you. You must come and meet the person. You must come and meet the person and say, ah, be my spiritual director, or oh, please disciple me. No, 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 no. What God is giving you, the sign is giving you is now get attached to this person. Get to follow what he's doing. And through him, I will build you up. It may come to a point where the need to see one-on-one may come. There are people who have discipled me. I have not made them for once. Somebody is through their books. Through their books. I kept reading their books, reading their books, until they changed my thinking. They changed my worldview. I have not made them for once. So it's important that you find out Try to discover who God will use to mentor you. Or else you will not grow. And if you don't grow, you cannot manifest. If you don't manifest, you have wasted resources of time, of grace, of so many things. Even nature is waiting for the manifestation of, of the sons of God. Even the grass, the trees, the plants, they are waiting for you to manifest. Because your manifestation is the glory of God. When Jesus said, you know, let your light so shine that men may see it and glorify your Father in heaven. You must bring God glory. And the way to bring God glory is to grow and then Christ manifested in your life. And for that to happen, you must be mentored. You must be taught. You must be brought to the point where certain truths are given to you. A block of knowledge must come into your system and shake up this traditional thing we have received. This whole thing that is galvanized with darkness and the life of, you know, original sin. It will be shaken up. And then the new knowledge must come. You must experientially have that impact. So, we are celebrating Titus and Timothy today because Paul ministered to them. And they responded. And they grew. To a point where they became bishops. And Paul now admonished, admonished no, Timothy. He said... That faith you receive from your mother, eh, your niece, I'm sure that faith is still there. Grow it up. He said, stir up the gifts of God that is here in you. Within the last three weeks, we've been talking so much about the treasures of the indwelling. The treasures of God dwelling in a man's life. That is the greatest treasure. Not dollars, not euros, not pounds, not your investments. 
These are things that will, will vanish uh, and it brings on a moment. But this one is an eternal value. It has currency and potency in this realm of life and also when you transverse to that side. Nazis, do not allow that gift to die. Stir it up. For you do not receive the spirit of timidity. When you are not mentored, the spirit leading you is the spirit of timidity. That is why any small thing, you are afraid. Any small thing, you are angry. Any small thing, you are complaining. You just react to life. Ah, look at this rain. Why is it falling during, during Hamatan? What is the problem? What is, what is the problem of this rain? You just react to anything immaturely with the negative energies. Prayer is an issue for you. You want to pray, mm, you can pray. Ah, that is the spirit. They call, it's called timidity. In spirituality, it's called tepidity. It's a, it's, a, it's a heavy spirit. It's a negative energy. You see, you do not receive that kind of spirit. He said, you receive the spirit of what? Power. Say power. Power. Yes. The ability to do the things that God has ordained you to do. The ability to stand and do the correct thing. The ability to take the right steps at the right moment, at the right time, for the right purpose. You need power to do it. If you don't have that power, then you will lack capacity. You will lack the ability to do things. You just wish them in your heart and they will never happen. So you receive the spirit of power. You receive the spirit of love. You are a carrier of divine love. Romans 5, verse 5 says that God has poured his love like liquid into our hearts. And he said this kind of love does not disappoint. And the Bible says in John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that love is Christ crystallized in your soul, in your heart. You are carrying him. That Christ in you cannot disappoint you. Amen. Amen. And so you have entered the government of love. Where offenses is over, nothing offends you again. You need to train yourself not to be offended. Is it by the air? Is it by thunder? Is it by car? Or by any human being? Because offenses will come. Irritation will come. Dissension will come. Anger will come. Everything will provoke you to, you know, hysterical levels. But that love is to come and calm you. Stabilize you. One mad person does one thing. No, it's not you. Ah, no, 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 no. What that level? You are carrying something. That thing that tames you. That love of God that tames your life. You become a tamed human being. And that's why the last one says was the spirit of sound mind. You are thinking properly. You know what is the right thoughts. You know what is the negative thoughts. So when voices, when thoughts are coming into your life, you know the ones that are of the devil, you know the ones that is of God. And so you can exercise control over affairs. This is the spirit you have received. So Paul is telling him, stir this gift up. How do you stir it up? You must learn to pray. You must learn to pray. You must ignite your passion for God and his kingdom. You must be able to walk in sacrifice. You must be ready to delay gratification. You should be able to make sacrifices. Deny yourself of certain things to be able to have the ability to ascend the things of God. This is the dimension God is calling us into. And so we are celebrating these two men today because they were men who allowed us to pass through this, this you know, training. And they pursued it and they attended it. And they live their own legacy. Love God. This is our calling. This is what God has called us to do. 
other things are good though. But this is the main thing. And we must not lose focus. We must not lose focus. No matter how the grandeur of this world attracts us. It is classical deception. They are good, but they have some level of deception in them. The only thing that will never disappoint us is the love of God crystallized in our soul. And Jesus said the words have spoken to you. Eh? They were what? And spirit, and, spirit and, life. and life. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the words have spoken, with you, spoken to you. They will, what? they will remain forever. So as Christians, as believers, as Catholics, this is our heritage. You must not allow the value of it to ever deteriorate. So we'll pray through the intercession of St. Titus and St. Timothy, who allowed themselves to be mentored, who allowed themselves to grow and was able to manifest the glory of God. That's through the intercession. Ourselves too. We will connect ourselves to the, the mentor in life in this Christian journey. And come to the point where we'll be able to manifest our Christian faith and live credible, you know, evidences that truly the grace of God visited us. And so become true children of God. May God bless us now to praise our Lord. Amen. The life of Timothy and Titus today. Join the Universal Church for this great celebration. It's a result of what Paul did by the grace of God in their lives. You know, what I see in this whole scenario, be the way even Paul, the way Paul had, uh, addressed Titus, telling him that he's so happy about his life, knowing that the faith that started with his grandmother Lois down to his own mother Eunice is the same faith that has kept him too, and he's also grown in that faith. You see, there's so much about this mentorship in the Christian life. For us to evangelize and bring the gospel really in the heart of men and women, we must be mentored. The school of discipleship is inevitable. Very important. You can see how the grandmother, Lois, imparted her own daughter, Eunice. Eunice, too, she not just give birth to Timothy physically, but also bettered him in the spirit, with the faith. And Paul saw it. Very important. That's actually the Christian missionary life. That every Christian is a missionary. It's not that you must travel from one country to another country. No. But rather carrying the gospel from one heart to another heart. Amen. Amen. It is an integral aspect of our Christian life. If you fail in that area, you are failed woefully. As the matter of fact, it is a litmus test to show that truly you receive the faith. Because when you receive the faith, that faith, the spirit of that faith will make you, you know, drive you to make sure that another soul captures it. And if you watch the kind of people of that era, they were like that. See Monica. See, my son, he can't go. She interceded until faith was bettered in the heart of Augustine. And it was captured for our own good. And we may learn also. So it's very important that we be mentored. As a matter of fact, 
every priest in his parish, that parochial, what they call the parochial integrity, which is the parish, uh, like I call it government, uh, the priest is supposed to be the one who should mentor the parishioners. Okay? He should mentor the parishioners. He's supposed to impart them, raise sons and daughters for God. That's actually the, what they call the pastoral life. You, par, you, know, you pasture them. Well, we know part of the Christ that has been the church today is that gradually the mentorship and the discipleship you know, structure has gradually eroded. And many are not mentored. Many are not discipled. Once you are sacramentalized and you receive communion and all that, oh, that's all. And you see a lot going, going wrong. And so you must come to a point in your life where you will get mentored and discipled in the world, in the faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Don't ever presume that you know it all. What you think you know is too infinitesimal, it's too small compared to what God has given. Even David himself said, it, Oh Lord, deliver me from the sin of presumption. There's so many presumptions. Just because you have attained certain sacramental you know, uh, development in the, in the church does not mean that you have grown. Because the statue of Christ must be crystallized in your life. You must manifest the dynamics of the Spirit of God. Very clear. Very important. If not, you can't witness. You can't, you, you'll just be a, a religious uh, folk. You know, religiosity. That's all. That's all. Very important. Now, sometimes, how do you, how do you identify who is your mentor or a, your discipler? Sometimes, you may, you may not even meet the person one-on-one. Some, they, they talk about a spiritual director and all that. Yes. Spiritual director is part of it. But how do you know whom God has assigned to father you or to disciple you or to mentor Christ in your heart? When a person is carrying out his ministry and your soul gets revived, your soul is being fed, you feel something each time you hear him. That's the person God has assigned to you. You must come and meet the person. You must come and meet the person and say, ah, be my spiritual director, oh, please disciple me. No, 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 no. What God is giving you, the sign is giving you is, now, get attached to this person. Get to follow what he's doing. And through him, I will build you up. It may come to a point where the need to see one-on-one may come. There are people who have discipled me. I have not made them for once. Somebody is through their books. Through their books. I kept reading their books, reading their books, until they changed my thinking. Change my worldview. I have not made it for once. So it's important that you find out, try to discover who God will use to mentor you, or else you will not grow. And if you don't grow, you cannot manifest. If you don't manifest, you have wasted resources of time, of grace, of so many things. Even nature is waiting for the manifestation of, of the sons of God. Even the grass, the trees, the plant, they are waiting for you to manifest. Because your manifestation is the glory of God. 
when Jesus said, you know, let your light so shine that men may see it and glorify your Father in heaven. You must bring God glory. And the way to bring God glory is to grow and then Christ manifested in your life. And for that to happen, you must be mentored. You must be taught. You must be brought to the point where certain truths are given to you. A block of knowledge must come into your system and shake up this traditional thing we have received. This whole thing that is galvanized with darkness and the life of you know, original sin, it will be shaken up. And then the new knowledge must come. You must experientially have that impact. So, we are celebrating Titus and Timothy today because Paul ministered to them. And they responded. And they grew. To a point where they became bishops. And Paul now admonished, admonished no, Timothy. He said, that faith you received from your mother, eh, your niece, I'm sure that faith is still there. Grow it up. He said, stir up the gifts of God that is here in you. Within the last three weeks, we'll be talking so much about the treasures of the indwelling. The treasures of God dwelling in a man's life. That is the greatest treasure. Not dollars, not euro, not pounds, not your investments. These are things that will, will vanish uh, and it brings on a moment. But this one is an eternal value. It has currency and potency in this realm of life and also when you transverse to that side. Now says, do not allow that gift to die. Stir it up. For you do not receive the spirit of timidity. When you are not mentored, the spirit leading you is the spirit of timidity. That is why any small thing, you are afraid. Any small thing, you are angry. Any small thing, you are complaining. You just react to life. Ah, look at this rain. Why is it falling during, during Hamatan? What is the problem? What is, what is the problem of this rain? You just react to anything immaturely with the negative energies. Prayer is an issue for you. You want to pray, you can pray. Ah, that is the spirit. They call, it's called timidity. In spirituality, it's called tepidity. It's a, it's, a, it's a heavy spirit. It's a negative energy. He said, you do not receive that kind of spirit. He said, you receive the spirit of what? Power. Say power. Oh. Yes, the ability to do the things that God has ordained you to do. The ability to stand and do the correct thing. The ability to take the right steps at the right moment, at the right time, for the right purpose. You need power to do it. If you don't have that power, then you will lack capacity. You will lack the ability to do things. You just wish them in your heart and they will never happen. So you receive the spirit of power. You receive the spirit of love. By a carrier of divine love. Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says that God has poured his love like liquid into our hearts. And he said, This kind of love does not disappoint. And the Bible says in John 3 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that love is Christ crystallized in your soul, in your heart. You are carrying him. That Christ in you cannot disappoint you. Amen. Amen. And so you have entered the government of love. Where offenses is over, nothing offends you again. You need to train yourself not to be offended. Is it by the air? Is it by thunder? Is it by car? Or by any human being? Because offenses will come. Irritation will come. Dissension will come. Anger will come. 
Everything will provoke you to, you know, hysterical levels. But that love is to come and calm you, stabilize you. One mad person does one thing. No, it's not true. No, 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 no. We are past that level. You are carrying something. That thing that tames you, that love of God, that tames your life. You become a tamed human being. And that's why the last one says was the spirit of sound mind. You are thinking properly. You know what is the right thoughts. You know what is the negative thoughts. So when voices, when thoughts are coming into your life, you know the ones that are of the devil, you know the one that is of God. And so you can exercise control over affairs. This is the spirit we have received. So Paul is telling him, stir this gift up. How do you stir it up? You must learn to pray. You must learn to pray. You must ignite your passion for God and his kingdom. You must be able to walk in sacrifice. You must be ready to delay gratification. You should be able to make sacrifices. Deny yourself of certain things to be able to have the ability to ascend the things of God. This is the dimension God is calling us into. And so we're celebrating this movement today because there were men who allowed themselves to pass through this, this you know, training. And they pursued it and they attended it and they laid their own legacy. Love of God, this is our calling. This is what God has called us to do. But that is our good, though. But this is the main thing. And we must not lose focus. We must not lose focus. No matter how the grandeur of this world attracts us. It is classical deception. They are good, but they have some level of deception in them. The only thing that will never disappoint us is the love of God crystallized in our soul. And Jesus said the words have spoken to you. Eh? They were what? Our spirit and, our spirit and life. life. Heaven and earth will pass away. But the words have spoken, with you, spoken to you. They will, what? they will remain forever. So as Christians, as believers, as Catholics, this is our heritage. You must not allow the value of it to ever deteriorate. So we'll pray through the intercession of St. Titus and St. Timothy, who allowed themselves to be mentored, who allowed themselves to grow, and was able to manifest the glory of God. That through the intercession, ourselves too, we will connect ourselves to the, the mentor in life, in this Christian journey, and come to the point where we'll be able to manifest our Christian faith and live credible you know, evidences that truly the grace of God visited us. And so we become true children of God. May God bless us in our hearts to praise our Lord. Amen.